another episode of Smells Like Radio. I'm your host, Mose Jeff. And I did it. I survived Halloween. And what a Halloween it was this year. Got myself some psychedelics and went down to the East Village. Just sat on the block and just watched all the costumes parade by me. It was my own personal Halloween parade. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of jokers out. And I mean the costume. I mean, there was a lot of regular jokers too, but the costume joker, of course, everybody saw that coming. That's always a popular one. Man, I was surprised. I don't even think, did I I even tell you guys my joker story? I don't think I did. When I went went and saw the joker, um, I had a bit of a PTSD moment because, um, I don't know if you're aware, but I was at the marathon bombings, right, for the Boston bombings I was like at the finish line and then I walked like literally four blocks away and the bombs went off I was anyways I I thought I got away scotch-free without the PTSD but sure enough dude I'm watching Joker there's a seat open next to me this guy shows up late and puts his backpack down on the seat and then leaves the theater and I like froze and I was trying to convince myself it's fine but like I could, I sat there for maybe 10 seconds before I was like, nope. And I stood up and left the movie theater to go track this person down. Like, a, like I don't know who I thought I was, like Jason Bourne. Like, what am I going to do when I find him? Luckily, he wasn't on his phone. I probably would have tackled him. Sure enough, he was just like some derpy kid, like getting popcorn and soda excited for the movie. But, but I'm telling you, I, I, this kid had no idea. I was like ready to attack. I was, I followed him all the way through the theater and waited for him to go back and sit down until I took my seat again. It was, it was something else. A lot of jokers though. A lot of jokers out there. Man, oh man. And plus being a little inebriated, it was fun too, because you get to play the game like, are you dressed up? Or is this, (laughs) is this a costume? Or are you just going to somebody's house right now? You know what I mean? Uh, the East Village is a good time. Also, I saw Chuck E. Cheese, guys. What? I saw Chuck E. Cheese. Not like a homemade costume. Like somebody, what we deduced, probably worked at Chuck E. Cheese and then stole the costume <laughs> when he got fired or quit or whatever. Because it was like, it was like the mascot Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't like a purchase like from Party City Outfit. It was like the one if you ever went to Chuck E. Cheese, that was the mouse you saw. And he was walking around like holding a girl's hand. Oh, man. So bizarre. I just couldn't help myself but think like, they're definitely going to go home and fuck in this Chuck E. Cheese outfit, right? Like, they had such weird sexual chemistry while he was wearing like a giant rat costume. <laughs> it was a bunch of freaks out there, dude. Bunch of freaks. Well, Halloween, it was good. Halloween is my break, you know. Because it's smack dab in the middle of the busy season. It is popping right now. I'm working so many hours. It's crazy. I worked at an event recently at the the Gucci store. I was bartending in Soho. And man, oh man. The first hour of this event. Some, like it, it just turned into... You know, you think you're going to be like, oh, this is going to be a fun little cocktail party. And then within half an hour, you're mobbed at the bar. And people are just like... They had to like shut the party down early because people were stealing things and somebody in the first hour, somebody smashed a glass over somebody's head 
right in front of my bar, like arm's length. They started fighting. And this dude's bleeding all over these carpets. The <laughs> like the people that worked there were giving us hell about the carpets. They're like, don't get any water or wine or anything. They were so protective of these carpets. And then this dude smashed a glass over his head. There's just blood everywhere. Making vodka cranberry with a blood splatter on me. Sure enough, they ushered him. You know, they separated him, of course. And then ushered the one guy into a dressing room. And somebody came running back to me and was like, I need, I need napkins, I need napkins. And then somebody to my right was like, I need a vodka soda. <laughs> it's wild right now so halloween halloween was a nice break from that next week i'm recording this right before i leave for nashville tennessee setting up some comedy shows out there to kind of break up the break up the busyness of the season have myself a little fun i've never been to nashville i've never done comedy in tennessee i've never even been to tennessee i think i drove through memphis one time but that doesn't count you got to be there. You got to get the drinks, hear the music, make the people laugh. Get me some boots for my cowboy costume. Yes. So I'm very excited for that. That should be a good time. But enough of that. On to the episode. Our guest for this episode, our first return guest, Mr. Brett Post Edinburgh Fringe Johnson, joins the show. He's coming back fresh off of his Edinburgh Fringe run. He's got a one-man show called Polytheist. Uh, super funny, super engaging, and honest, and everything you want out of a comedian that does a one-man show. He, he was uh, brought up uh, very religious, and then um, I got married early, and then that marriage turned into a polyamorous relationship, and his show is kind of tracks his emotional state and how he was able to navigate that whole process really um really cool stuff haven't heard anything kind of like that before uh being said with such honesty the show is fire and he was able to do it i think he said he i think he was telling me in the interview he's i think he did like 25 shows man oh man that's some fun stuff so we talk all about that um if if you've been listening to the podcast, we did an interview. He was like the first or second, maybe even the third guest in the first season. And um, this interview, I wanted to get this piece because it kind of matches up with that one perfectly. Like I caught him right before he was about to go start doing festivals. And now I'm catching him afterwards. And, you know, I can tell that uh, he got a lot out of it. And I got to say for a comedy interview, we didn't get into too much of the comedy minutiae you know what I mean sometimes you listen to two comics talk comedy and it's like grueling but I think we did a pretty good job circumventing you know like critical comedy talk to just um have him tell some some good old fringe stories you know he's meeting people of course he's shaking hands he's kissing babies he met like the the head honcho at one of these cool venues I'll let him, you know what? I'll let him tell the story. How about that? <laughs> but it's fun. Very fun stuff. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear the part two of the interview with Brett Johnson. So without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way and get you guys to this interlude before we hit that interview here on Smells Like Radio. I can't see you over there just chilling with your girlfriends. Chilling with me, 
Player, you so dumb. Did you go to community college? Now I want. Please hold. Welcome back, all you jazzy jizzers and quiet comers. It's giveaway time. I've got two front row tickets to my son's brisk. Be caller number nine to see this baby get butchered. I did see that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Right? It was pretty good. Yeah, really well done. We don't have to like go on record as being like, sure. Sure. It turns out Gary Goldman's a good comedian. Yeah, right. <laughs> How about that opening scene? The comedy studio. Oh yeah, right. That was nice. I'm like, I don't. Th- I was like, I don't think I was there for that set, but I'm sure within the week because I saw him go up a bunch. Yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in Boston. You know, it's funny. While he was depressed, that timeline. Depressed. Depressed. <laughs> I, I, I saw him in Boston doing comedy. And I remember thinking, like, oh, he's not very good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I remember one of the first times that we, because, you know, he would just pop into the studio, and you would do, like, your little showcase show, and he would go up. I remember being like, oh, shit, Gary Goldman. And he did his set, and I was like, ugh. He would do, like, 15 minutes, 10, 15 at the end. Yeah. And it would be, like, minute-long gaps between jokes. Yeah. Really, like, struggling stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? But then, sure enough, seeing... I mean, of course, I've seen him since in the city and just kills, just levels the room. Yeah. And then seeing that, seeing just that opening clip, I was like, oh, that's why. Like, yeah. you were in the middle of, like, the biggest depression of your life. And I'm right. over here like, you're not that funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, a, like a real asshole. Yeah, that did a lot for me seeing that. I was like, oh, man, okay, that that makes more sense. I was talking to uh, Buddy Will Martin, who also has a one-man show, uh, about what? how it's Sure, let's let, let, uh, w- sure. Oh, let's kick this off. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, you want to introduce yourself? Back on the pod. Yeah, right. Return visit. Return visit. Uh, Brett Johnson. Mr. Brett Johnson. Hi. Way back from travels. Back from travels. Yeah, I'm in the midst of travels still. It's still still traveling, Kinda but I'm international. Up. Yes. Yeah. Post Edinburgh Fringe. Post Edinburgh Fringe. Johnson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Brett post Edinburgh Fringe Johnson. Mm. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Cool. So how did how did it go? You you were you were in the middle of saying uh, before I, I oh yeah the I intro. was yeah I was gonna yeah I was oh, well so yeah I brought my uh, solo show out there as they say one one man show yeah the one man show um, the fringe baby it was it was good it was I did twenty three shows twenty five days did twenty three yeah holy plus shit, other spots there was other stand up spots there too hustling um and uh, so I did the full run and it was uh, exhausting but. Mm. Uh, I mean, great experience, and I got to meet a bunch of people, and right, totally. To just fuck, to just do the thing, you know, um, and uh, learned a lot, and um, you know, the, I mean, it was it was all over the place, but because there's so many shows, I also had to flyer and after the show, mm. like I had an afternoon show, so I'd have to go out after the show and flyer for tomorrow's for show, the next show, yeah, ah, yeah, wow. Um, so uh, 
so yeah, it was it was super uh, busy. Yeah, it was it was there's it was never there wasn't ever a moment I was like, what do I do now? It was always what am I not doing now? I see. You yeah, know? it was it was a hell of a thing. I mean, meeting some people. I, I've told the story a couple times, but I think it's a good pod story. The uh, yeah, like I, go, I go out on flyer and uh, this older British couple, kind of a little, a little more like working class. They were there for just a couple of days, and I'm telling about the show, and I'm like, oh, it's tomorrow afternoon. They're like, oh, we're leaving tomorrow. It's like, oh, okay, that's all right, no worries. And then, uh, and I go, well, if you do come, like if you stay long enough in the day, I was like, it's if you go to Plessons Courtyard, go down a block, and they go, what's a block? And they start cracking up because block isn't a word they use in the UK. Oh, really? Unbeknownst to me. Like they knew it, but they were like, they don't use it. And they're like, ah, and I was like, what do you use? And like, I don't know, street or meters. I was like, okay, thanks. You know what? It's great. Have a, have a good life. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go, no, no, we're coming. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. So like, okay, they, they come to the show. It's like nine people in this crowd, mostly like, mostly younger than them, plus them too. After the show, greeting people on as they exit or saying goodbye, and this, he comes up to me, the guy, he goes, "Wasn't what I was expecting, but it was brilliant." I was shaking Whoa. his hand. I was like, "Oh, thanks so much." I go, "I go tell your friends," and he goes, "We don't have any friends," <laughs> and they just left <laughs> immediately after saying that. Which is is that yes, dude. is that this the most, guy gets it? Yes, is he that the most it. British thing? Like he complimented me, the dunks on me, like one second later. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he uh, like you win, you know, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it all sorts of people. I had like two, two to three person crowds, and I had up to like thirty, thirty people show, thirty oh, person wow. crowds, and that's got to be tough. Two to three people, because like the show uh, dives into some pretty uh, intimate. It's heartfelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, it's it's in a way. Uh, I also was glad. Basically, if it was a, just a stand-up hour, mm-hmm. I'd be fucked. Right. Because then it's like there's no laughs to build on. There's no, like, you know, like 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 getting the congeal and the build. But with a story, even if the laughs aren't too many, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're hooked with the content. Yeah. So and, and the things I'm saying aren't just, did that joke work, did that joke work? It was like, here's a point I'm making. Here's, here's a story thing I'm saying. It's true. So yeah. there's enough, like... I got I got a uh, I got a couple of reviewers and I got one four star review which is really cool. Whoa! And that show uh, and the review was really good. Uh, and but that show I had the reviewer came to I think there were like four people. Oh man! And one of them was my girlfriend Jesse, <laughs> and she ended up actually sitting like a seat over from the reviewer. Oh So wow. she was a little bit of a plant. So she was kind of being like like laughing hard and then, totally totally. And then even a couple of times she was like, hmm. <laughs> wow, so that's a good girl, man. You gotta yeah. keep this one around. Yeah. A poignant. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. Wow. Huh? Yeah. That's uh, um, that's genius. Yeah. So, uh, so the reviewer, oh, the review was great. Like it was like he's like four stars. He got a rich and absorbing show. Superb. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Um, rich and absorbing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So so smaller crowds sometimes weren't always the worst. The the big like thirty person crowd like the biggest crowd that was they they were good but sometimes the middle sized crowd was actually less I, I liked it a little bit less because they would they wouldn't sometimes they wouldn't congeal they mm. wouldn't you know they were stay pretty atomized would so be like there's the older couple there's the young people here there's the there's the parents with the kid and they they wouldn't really all come together but I feel like when the crowd was like twelve or below it, they would they were more way more like okay it's just us here let's do this thing let's let's make it happen together yeah. Man, that's a. It's it's so strange when you can feel the the non-unity. Like as a stand-up, that's mm-hmm. what you hate. Mm-hmm. You want to get them. You want that singularity moment mm-hmm. where it's like everybody laughed at the same thing. You're all in it together mm-hmm. psychologically now. They become one person. Audience has no idea it's happening. 
<laughs> right. Audience has they zero feel clue. It, but they, they sure. couldn't they couldn't probably put words on it. No, I doubt that I doubt an audience member would ever even be like the show was good. People were a bit, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> th- th- we weren't all together, but it was a good, sh- you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I I've never heard that from the other side. But uh but yeah, it does help so much. There's another weird thing with I don't know what it was, but like like the stand-up spots it did, which by the way, there's like a f- shit ton of stage time and Edinburgh. you don't need to bring a show. You can go for 4 or 5 days. Oh, really? And uh, just like find a place to crash, and there's just a ton of stage time because some people bring a solo show and a compilation show, like a showcase okay. show, yeah. Or they have a gimmick show, like a gong show or whatever, and uh, and they need performers. They need tw- they're doing 25 times. They need wow, comedians yeah. every night. Yeah. So I would you go into a show like with a comic. He introduced me to the producer comic. He's like, "Are you a comic?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, cool. Shoot me a message. I'll get you on in like a day." Oh, whoa! So it's like because they need five people tomorrow, right? And yeah. The day after, and the day after, and the day after. So it's, it's well, like, that's fun, especially if you're just visiting. They're like, "Yeah, I'll get, I'll get you, get you some spots." I um, gotta go out there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there's, it's uh, but the crowds, the for the shows were funny because like, you know, there was sometimes it was everyone from like 11 a.m. show to like a 1:30 a.m. show. Wow. And um, uh, I I think the later crowds like. You know they've been drinking all day, of course, but there's also like they've maybe they've seen like three, four, five, six, however many of the shows that day. So it's there's almost this like, uh, almost like an open mic crowd. Like they've almost got like an ear for for jokes now. Right, right. So <laughs> it's like, like oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> and so some shows it was like I had a couple times it was like, oh god, they hate me, they hate me, they hate me. And then like one of my better jokes lands, and there's a huge laugh, and I'm like, oh okay, you're all here and you're all down for jokes. And then they go back to like silent jokes that they weren't they right. didn't absolutely love yeah 100 percent or zero yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like you know at a club or something like you know it's you get like the you know um like another seinfeldism but like you know you have some jokes that you're singles and your doubles and your triples and stuff it's yeah. like, so like you know you'll get a smaller laugh but still a laugh like at, at, keeps, at, at a keeps club keeps the rhythm going keeps rhythm going yes versus zero 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 hundred <laughs> zero 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 <laughs> so that like so it's it's a it's a new challenge you get you get a um I mean, I met a ton of people and. Cool, yeah. What were the? Sh- uh, did you see some cool shows while you're out there? I did see. Yeah, I did. Nice. I, I, I saw a lot. Of, I was mostly comedy. I went out to see. Nice. Um, so I was like, I had a one thirty show, mm. and I was kind of like, eh, I would have liked to three thirty or four. I hear that the afternoon shows are the way to go. That's the thing. I, I actually would have preferred like a little bit late afternoon, but still. Yeah. Because I would have liked to have been able to flyer people before my show. Because mm, by like noon and stuff, people are just kind of getting up and going. Right, right. So it's harder that to like sense. grab people, and especially for my location, it was like a little out of the way. Mm. Still pretty central, but it wasn't on a main drag that people were just walking down. I see. So everyone who came, who was around my venue, came just for the shows at that venue. They okay. weren't like that was a big thing, like foot traffic and grabbing people out front, and being like free comedy or pay what you want show like like starting in five minutes coming in oh cool there's pl- people some people are able to do that really easily and we're able to pack their shows out that's good i had to basically like convince every person <laughs> who like came. it's around the corner i swear <laughs> yeah no, exactly yeah, or like or like that afternoon for tomorrow i had to be like here's the pitch here's me let's meet cool that's the thing with flyering it wasn't um it was less flyering and more find a way to have a conversation and then eventually introduce the piece of paper i see uh where it would that was the only way that was really effective. I, I eventually started being like like there's sent there's a big map in this one area and I'd be like, Can I help you find something? or get a, and they'll be like, Oh here an accent are you guys from the States? And oh, then well. we tell where you're in Boston. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing a show. What's the show? Well Boom. got him. Nice. Uh, and sometimes people I have a few lines exchange and tell them about the experience of being here and then they'd be like, Well tell me about your show And other times they'd be like then eventually comes out that I have a show and they'd be like, All right, 
<laughs> yeah. You got me. Yeah. Like like uh like I see they're, they're like I see what you're doing. Exactly. Here. They're yeah. like they're like uh You don't work for this park at all. Exactly. <laughs> right. Just take that hat off. Take that park ranger hat off. <laughs> the uh yeah. So they'd be they'd be like uh you know, yeah, they they knew they'd been got. Yeah. Like, all right, go ahead. Some cool venues out there? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Some weird I mean like all over all sorts of kind. I was in a converted church. Oh, really? Which is apropos of oh. my show. Uh, you know, post-evangelical storyline and that. Right, right. And um, Converted uh, church. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a community center now. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's one There's one really cool venue. It's it's, a, it's like a real real artsy, theatery kind of venue, but it was uh, – it's called Summer Hall, and it used to be a, um, a uh, veterinary hospital slash school, I think. Whoa. So, so the the rooms, like the venues, the spaces in this place are called like the anatomy room. You know, it was like su- like surgery. You know, like like ventricle surgery Holy center. Shit, that's intense. Like, yeah, based on like the stuff, and I and I guess they have like a just a ton of the old. Whoa. Uh, and that's like on the flyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surgery room A. No, exactly. Yes, Whoa. that was the name of the room of the of the space. Oh, cool. Um, that's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, that was that was cool and. I mean, again, randomly, like, because there's, like, there's so many, there's 4,000 shows there going on concurrently Damn. at the same time. So it's, uh, it's like, that's why you got to bark, you got to get people in. And, uh, but, I mean, it was, you know, I, I went to make connections that I didn't meet a lot of people, but it's also, like, the, uh, my first year doing it. So it's, like, I just kind of got the, li- like, first week was just getting used to it. I'm doing the show. Second week was like settling in. Third week, I finally started to meet some like kind of industry types, some people I wanted to meet. But I was like, oh, this is like we're on the s- almost the a- end the of final. the festival, yeah. yeah. And um, like I met this guy, the guy who this rich, rich dude who owns who runs Summer Hall, like randomly because I did a few small fringes here in the states. Like they have like 25 of them here, right? Yeah, at Pittsburgh, at Providence, Portland, Maine. Yeah, cool. Um, I just you know flip through the the dictionary okay p let's do this um <laughs> and uh a woman the woman who runs pittsburgh fringe used to run a venue in Edinburgh, and she she wanted to help me find like a bigger venue to do my show in maybe next year cool and so we went to summer hall to she was like trying to find this guy and uh so we she's like i left because we couldn't find him and then she texted me he's like he's here he's here so i ran back and he's like holding court at this like picnic table, <laughs> and we basically like sit at his feet. She pitched her show to him, which she was well. with this guy to do. And then I was telling him about my show, and he's all like stand-up comedy. He's like, he's like, oh, what's the show about? He's like, he's like, and the flyer says like um, a uniquely poignant story with deep with humor and deep sensitivity is like the quote on the flyer from this review in Portland. And he's like, deep sensitivity. He's like, deep sensitivity to what? And he's like, <laughs> he's real like, and he's like, tell me a joke. And he's Whoa. like, like you know, sass that to someone. But when he's yeah. wearing a goddamn fedora, not ironically, because he's like 59 <laughs> and, and obsessed and with, the, with the, exactly, like, so wealthy. Like, he was obsessed. He couldn't stop talking about the blood lineage of like the Clintons. Oh, wow. He's like, you know, the, he's like, you know, the Rodham family was from Germany. Da, da, da. Oh, wow. And he's like, all of a sudden, these three cappuccinos materialize out of nowhere <laughs> with cookies. And he's like, cappuccino? And we're like, yes, sir. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was, it was uh, so yeah, or like, uh, you know, just, just like that just kind of just started happening right at the end. And, Very um, cool. But besides that, even just meeting a lot of the comics and like I was gonna say, even like locals and stuff. I'm yep, and a bunch of LA comics I met, which is good. Um, Hell yeah! Uh, 
again, like there's a lot of Australian comedians who do it, like a big clump. There's like 15 dudes. Um, That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is funny. And uh, and no, you're right. And uh, I mean, it, it, I, I was telling someone, I was like, I was like, who? I was just being like, I meet people, and then I was like, who did I meet last night? I did this gong show, like three minute spot. And I was like, oh, I met a uh, Australian comedian I hadn't met. I met a Dutch comedian who now lives in Nepal and does mm. comedy, and was trying to do a show at Base Camp on Everest to have the world record for like highest comedy show, but then they couldn't make it happen. <laughs> so it's like maybe next year. But he wants to have like he's hauling his own amp <laughs> up the mountain. <laughs> yeah, give me like a like a, a Sherpa who knows electronics. Yeah, um, I guarantee people are like, who books this show? <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. How do you um like 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 what's what's the Uber cost to get up there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And like a, a a comic from DC who just moved to London, like this is a one show, and it's like, well, so it's it was like that's cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, so yeah, it was it was a uh, cool. As well. And then good, resp- you know, good response. Just doing the show, it's like I I I, yeah, I, yeah. I care about the show a lot. It was actually in like in one of the reviews, like it, they uh, they they had something like um, were very early in the run, or a review came out, and it was and it was like it was it was th- she came to my very first show, Who's this? and it was uh, this is a reviewer. Oh yeah, and it was all uh, it was all American friends who I came who I asked to come. Oh well, because uh, well, like this guy like friends, people I, huh? like people I knew. Yeah, I was like other oh, comics. Sorry, whatever, <laughs> quote unquote friends. No, um, uh, they because because I was like, oh, I know they're coming, so let's see if we can fill it up. So I kind of I played to the Americans. I played to the American stuff, and she's kind of like, well, too many American references. Like, all right, and then oh, also well. like there's stuff like I used the mic that show, and I didn't need it in the space, but I didn't know yet, so I th- I used the mic in that. And she was sort of like it was hard to make out things in the reverb, like threw her off. So, so she had like there were like there were like space issues because she came to the very first preview. It's like an actual like uh, critique. The like the the, the reviewer. The, yeah, right, was right. Like, well, the reverb was a little too yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, right. I would I would have died. Dude. I would have been like just fuck it. Babe. <laughs> yeah, no, what I was the reverb. Like, yeah. I've been working on this story. Exactly right. <laughs> this is my heart, man. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. It sounds like it was fruitful, man. Yeah, I'm happy fruit. We didn't even address. We're doing a we're doing a park cast here. We're here yeah. at Fort Greene. What a good idea of Jeff Wiles. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have you uh, park casted before? I have. Yeah, in the summer it, I did a bunch of them, uh, mostly because like it's just so nice out, mm-hmm. and you know in the city not everybody's apartment is sp- spacious enough for a recording. But also like I just like the vibe. I like going to the park. Yeah. And uh, it's nice here. Have you you've been to this one? I you know what? This is my first time in this park, which is Fort, Fort Green. Green Jinx. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did see some cool shows there too. Good. Some uh, like again some uh, some funny character shows. Mm. This guy Tom Walker is Australian, really funny. This oh shit, Tom Walker. Yeah. Uh, comedian. Comedian. Yeah, I ran into him uh, Australian? At the Australian Comedy Festival. Oh really? Yeah. 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 He's fuck been, yeah. 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 Slender He's kid, right? Slender. Yep, yep. Yep. He's been doing it for a minute. I mean, physical comedy. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And his show was a, like a miming show. He's he visually looks like a mime already. Yeah. Yes. Right. Kind of has like like kind of big eyes and like a little bit of a sad expression. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I, exactly. Yeah. Mime style. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. Um, this guy Phil Nickel, who I'm who I really like his, his stage presence and stuff. So, so cool. yeah. So yeah. Nice man. Absorb. That's the other reason I think people should do comics should do fringe, not just because of the stage time. And again, like I knew comics who went to, who focused on just getting as much stage time as they could. Mm-hmm. God bless them. But, like, feels the, like you're missing out on a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's this is this is comedy that I, I'm not seeing anywhere in the states. A, a lot of this stuff, and it's and it's like, uh, I I feel like it's owed 
you owe it to yourself to 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 just get it to see some of it to just shift your own your own noggin a little bit yeah even to see what's being done with the stage mm-hmm right how they're using it yeah. yes yep love that yeah for sure very cool well this has been great man thanks for the update yeah i'm glad uh i'm glad things went your way and you're back safely <laughs> yeah 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 well my way enough yeah i got a lot out of it yeah doing great thanks for coming around man yeah it's good to see you all the best in la too thanks buddy yeah excited for the show tonight yes i want to promote it but like this isn't coming out today correct so. yeah but you are about we are about to wrap up this pod and then go check out your your show yep yeah what can what can we plug what would you like what, how should the uh, people you know it? i'm on uh social media uh what brett w-h-a-t b-r-e-t-t instagram twitter uh also my website is brett's webpage.online dot online yeah <laughs> how do you did you get dot online i didn't even know that was an option you gotta pull some strings okay to get it online to get that top level domain <laughs> as they call it that dot tld is it o n l or just all online the whole word online what brett's webpage dot online dude you're like a fucking hacker i'm also at brett these all redirect to the same site <laughs> also poly-theist.com <laughs> also i think sp- did I get? I think they threw in .biz for free, so I think I'm also at Brett's webpage .biz because <laughs> okay. that was a free because no one wants fucking nice. biz. Check all of them out. You know, go to all the websites. Go to one. Well, okay. You if know you what? go to one and you like it, check out <laughs> yeah. the others. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably like the others if you <laughs> yeah. dig one. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming around. Thanks. Yeah. Peace. Oh, and what you did to my wife? It was nothing. I have others. <laughs> and that's the show thanks for tuning in now if you get the chance you gotta check out brett's one-man show polytheist i really enjoyed myself that night make sure you hit me up on instagram if you're into artsy bullshit you gotta follow me that's what i'm about baby and lastly keep your ears peeled for the next episode of smells like radio the saga continues I'm going to besmirch your name unless you come on my podcast. <laughs> Classic Jeff move. Yeah. That's that it that that's all I get. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm here.